Shall we begin? Yes, we shall. So, Lewis, what have you been watching recently? Uh, I've been watching uh, a bit of this, a bit of that. But, um, Dark Man by Sam Raimi. Yeah? Yeah. It's a 1990 superhero film. Well, basically, yeah, superhero film, I guess. Um, when you watch it, it's got um, Liam Neeson as Dark Man, and it's directed by Sam, Sam Raimi, music by Danny Elfman, so it's basically Spider-Man before Spider-Man. So are you telling me that the film you want to talk about is directed by Sam Raimi? That's that's so unlike you, Lewis. I know, it's crazy. <laughs> but uh, it's basically Spider-Man uh, before Spider-Man, and it's got a lot of, like, when you watch it, it's got that like, Spider-Man style, which I guess is Sam Raimi style. Nice, nice. And, um... It's about a scientist who's like makes skin for like you know people who need skin, and <laughs> he gets attacked and he gets all like burnt up and all this, and uh, he ends up getting uh, losing all of his like feelings. He can't feel pain, and he's also got like tons of like adrenaline, so he's really strong. Nice, nice. But also he's like because of it's all messed up he's like really angry or like insane like his emotions are crazy i can't i can't say that i've, I've seen it because shocker i haven't seen a film i think you'll like it yeah well i mean it's definitely a sam raimi film and also marvel liked it so much they made dark man a marvel superhero ah. yeah well, there you go basically it just gets revenge it's pretty fun he wears people's faces and stuff like he messes with them so it's like is it like a spin-off of Face Off with Nicolas Cage? Is that what you're telling me? Basically, yes. Basically, basically the same thing. Well, this is so the yeah, thing, that, isn't it? That's Dark Man. We've, uh, we've both had a look at some superhero films that aren't part of the MCU. Um, Indeed. Because the MCU is absolutely everywhere these days. Uh, which isn't... That's not a hot take at all. It just is. There's like four films out every year with a show in between each one of those. So I just thought we'd take a look at the good old days. Uh, so I had a look at Hulk, um, the 2003 one, directed by Ang Lee, starring Eric Banner. Uh, do you think he was cast solely because of his name? or? So I used to think that. I used to be messed up by that as a kid. I was like, wait, is this guy actually the Hulk? <laughs> is this guy real? Well, he wasn't the Hulk. Eric Banner just played Bruce Banner, because it was Ang Lee that did all the mocap and stuff for... The actual Hulk monster. Yeah. I remember him you. looking very green. Yeah, I kind of like the green, though. Because you look at the Incredible Hulk, and he's like almost like grey. There's just like no colour on him at all. And, I mean, that film's a, a different kettle of fish. <laughs> but um, I used to love this one when I was younger. And watching it again now, I'm not sure why I liked it when I was younger. I see why I like it now. Because it's a bit, it's a bit weird and it's a bit out there with all the weird, like jellyfish in the sky and cutting open starfish and science and I'm gonna throw the word cerebral out there. I don't necessarily know what that means, but I think Hulk 2003 is more cerebral than like any Marvel movies we get these days. Yeah, yeah. There's a bit more, bit more going on upstairs. So as a kid, yeah, I don't know why. 
why that would have been my thing. I think back then I liked it because it was a green man smashing stuff. But now <laughs> I like it because, I don't know, it's just not some guy being like, uh, did that just happen? You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm always angry. <laughs> That's my secret. I, I seem to remember when I was a kid being really weirded out by these like dream sequences where it's like his dad like abusing his mum or something. Yeah, yeah. Those sequences are like again as a kid, obviously would have just gone over my head. But now, yeah, it. I mean, it adds to it. Um, like that. I mean, you've got the scene at the end where he's fighting his dad, and so that obviously brings it all round because his dad is the reason for his trauma, which is partially the reason why he turns into the Hulk. Um, and I, I don't know, I just like, like almost every decision that they made while making this, I approve of. Like, there's the line in the final fight where he says, he says, you think you can live with it? Take it! Take it all! And it's like, showing the Hulk more, of, more as a curse and like a monster as opposed to a superhero, because he's like, here take it, take this thing away from me. Whereas, to contrast it to nowadays MCU, you know, the Hulk gives Ant-Man a taco. Like, I don't... <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, like embraced it. So, like, yeah, the line's kind of cheesy, but it's... I don't know, I prefer that take. Because it's... I don't know if you ever watched the Hulk cartoon growing up? Yes, I did. I loved yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, it's sort of like that, where it's just... It wasn't fun. <laughs> he wasn't having a good time. Yeah, like that, and then like the X Men and like Spider Man. I think Iron Man had one as well. It was a little pre MCU cinematic universe. Yeah, was it the Spider Man which had the sick guitar intro? Like, yeah. Doo -doo -doo -doo, <laughs> doo -doo -doo. Bro, I've got that on my Spotify playlist. <laughs> I used to have those on video, the Hulk and the Spider Man one. Yeah, I've had them on video. I used to have a, a couple of the Spider Man episodes on video. And the same collection of episodes on DVD. Yeah. So, yeah. But I, the intro would always have Venom in it right at the end. But the episodes that I had mm. weren't the Venom ones. So I'd always just live in like, envy. <laughs> wanted, just wanted to see Venom, but unable to. Um, to bring it back on track, though. Hulk. Uh, the editing. I think you either love it or you hate it. You know, the whole comic book style oh like the panels yeah the panels yeah. and the yeah i think sometimes it can look a little goofy but uh i don't know again it's different it's doing something that not everyone was doing at the time so i i approve i think there was one scene where uh the general i can't remember his name now ross general ross yeah 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 he's interrogating bruce banner apparently they did 150 takes to get all the coverage for all the different panels that they were sliding off. And I'm like, that's just that's just two people having a conversation. I think that would have benefited more with, I mean, I know it's different, you know, with filming a CGI Hulk, but I don't know, to see that, those fights in that panel format, I think would, would have been better than just two people having a conversation. Yeah. But you know who else did the music for this? It was Danny Elfman. Damn, Danny Elfman's been around. He has. Didn't he do... Uh... Yeah, he did do the Spider-Man once. Yeah, yeah. We just yeah. spoke about no, 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 no. <laughs> Spider-Man 3, yeah. I do think the Spider-Man <laughs> one is better. 
I think it's a better score than than Hulk. What do you? How does it compare to Darkman? Well, that's that's another thing is the soundtrack in Darkman is also very Spider-Man. It's got like the lots of brass and like trumpets and stuff. All oh, right. It's it, like it's the template for Spider-Man. I really do think. So he made that, and then but went, it's just a bit well, more. I can do it better. <laughs> I will say, Darkman is quite a a violent comic book film. Yeah. Yeah, because he is like uh, there's a bit where he's like interrogating a guy and he tells him everything. And he's like, oh, you're going to let me go because I told you everything. He's like, oh, you did tell me everything, but let's pretend that you didn't. And then he puts him through, like, a manhole cover and, like, a truck crushes him. Jesus. What rating is this? It's a 15. Damn. Or this, yeah, I think it's 15 or 18. And uh, it doesn't show all these, like, things, like, a lot of it. But it does show a lot of violence. Oh, that is it. And... A lot of it implied violence. Which is yeah, still like, you see, like, almost, a shadow or you just bad. hear something. Like, put that into like, um, your head, don't you? Yeah, like a bomb goes off and you just hear the guy scream as it, blow, it blows up, you know, classic stuff. Jeez. There is a lot of, like, goofy stuff. There's a bit where the building blows up and when Dark Band, like, blows up in the building, you, you see the flames come out of the building and he comes flying out screaming. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's an odd one, but if you like the Spider-Man films, I think you'd like that. Alright, alright. Does it have the classic... Uh, Raimi Spider-Man intro opening credits. It does have an the, opening credit sequence. All the webs and stuff. What does that look like for Darkman? Is it just like well for Darkman? It's like an alleyway with like smoke, uh, and then okay. there's like a bit where he's like angry and it like zooms into his eyes. You can see all like the capillaries and his cells doing shit. I can almost so it's kind of it like when Spider-Man's eye. hairs stand up on his body. <laughs> So it is Hulk's very, got one of those very... intros as well. I think that's where the jellyfish in the sky are. I think they're in the intro. I don't think they're actually in the film. But yeah. I low key kinda miss kinda miss intro credits. I feel like we don't we don't get them as much just, anymore. Just so much style, you know. Isn't it? It's just And Like, what happened? Like both these films we're talking about are both pre Marvel MCU. And they're actually both related to Marvel. Now I think about it, Darkman did become Marvelized, and they were quite they were a bit darker, a bit more serious, and they had like a bit more style. And uh, I guess that was it. Like after that, Marvel just went straight to like Incredible Hulk. I think you've touched on some of there, and that style. I think that is that is the element that's been lost. Yeah, it's like they knew they were comic book things. You know? Yeah. I mean, that's... Like, um, Sam Raimi made Darkman as a comic book character, not a film character. Was it a comic beforehand, or no? Just completely no, original? No, he created the character himself as his like own comic book character. Yeah. Look at that, man of many talents. Yeah. Directing a Doctor Strange movie, not being one of them. So I do like these serious takes, like, now you mentioned the Hulk, I remember the scene where he's, like, looking in the mirror, and, like, the Hulk grabs him and smashes his face into the mirror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's just loads of mint bits like that in it. Like, uh, at the beginning, he's having a nightmare, and there's this door, and it, like, bursts open, and he has the nightmare again, and the Hulk stood in the doorway. But then we get the flashback, and it's the door that his dad shut when he was having, when he was screaming at his mum. So it's all like, ah, you know, just, just cool stuff. Just cool stuff. 
that's not uh, time travel. Am, am I right? Yo, you can, <laughs> oh, you really? can drink all this tequila and not get drunk. Why would you want to do that then? What What would be the point? And there's also the CGI was different in these films. Like, yeah, they're not the best CGI. However, the CGI worked. And then when you look at the new, like, current Marvel CGI, it looks really, like, ugly and, like, just off-putting. Yeah, I made a note about this. It looks very fake. Yeah, I made a note about this. Like, the CGI not being terrible. Like, for its time, it's actually quite good. And you don't have any of this uncanny valley because you've got Eric Banner, who plays a human, and then you've got this giant green thing that's clearly a monster and that's fine but I, I don't know like when you look at She-Hulk or um, Smart, Smart Hulk what's his name now is it just Hulk Professor, uh, Professor Hulk. Hulk yeah there you go it's sort of like, like they've got human features just like sort of taped onto a big green model and yeah it just doesn't it doesn't look right it's just the biggest downgrade to me is Iron Man because like the first two Iron Man films, their effects were amazing. Tell Iron Man one's two thousand eight effects stand up to this day, and like then you watch Iron Man like Infinity War with his like nano suit, it just looks horrible. That's because they built suits for the first one, and then it's like oh yeah, nanotech, nanotech is fine. Robert <laughs> Downey Jr. can't be bothered today. Just, just it's fine. Nanotech, it's all right put his wages up yeah but that's the mcu we don't want to talk about the mcu we want to talk about the good old days because we want to stay happy today <laughs> hulk punches a hulk dog in the balls oh, in this yes. film. i think that's yeah the free hulk dog i think that's my favorite moment in cinema history <laughs> that's a bold statement oh yeah you, you tell me something that's better and i'll just say yeah but Hulk dog got punched in the balls, you know. <laughs> but the, the, I mean, didn't like the dog bite him in the balls first, and that's why he did it. That's a revenge, right? See, it's a story within a story. <laughs> Cerebral. There we go. It's two words. I mean, it's the same word but twice. Angley's Hulk. Cerebral. Angley's Hulk. The one word review. Cerebral. If I was the one word review dark man would be Raimi. <laughs> Raimi, nice. So is a, is a dark man a 100% recommend? I'd recommend it. It's um the effect it's got quite a bit of CGI that's like looks very day like you could see green screens and stuff. <laughs> nice. But it's very like charming cuz like it doesn't really pull you out. I say what year was it? 1990. Jeez, that's I mean, that's over 30 yeah, years It's old, actually a lot it? earlier than I thought. I thought it was like the late 90s, but it's not only it's the early 90s. <laughs> the very early 90s. Couldn't be earlier. And, like, it does hold up. Liam Neeson's really good as Dark Fan, because he's like a character you feel really sorry for, because he cries a lot. Because obviously he had, like, a woman he was about to marry, and all this, and his, like, they murdered his, like, um, lab assistant in front of him. Jeez. Like, they were suffocating him in the bag. He's like, oh, no, let him breathe. He's just a lab assistant. And then the bad guy goes, uh, you heard the man. Perforate him. And they shoot him in the face. Jesus Christ. And then they, like, basically just torture Liam Neeson to almost death. That's... Like, for no, like, it seems like, like, they're just doing it just to do it. But it turns out it's related 
to the main villain at the end. I was going to say, and, I mean, um, we, we're not doing spoiler warnings because <laughs> these films are old. <laughs> if you haven't seen yeah. it, you know. See, I I won't talk about spoilers, but I want you to see the film. Well, since it's a 100% would recommend, uh, I might... I might make it one of the four films that I have actually seen. Nice. That's that is a big jump. <laughs> well, this is the thing. I'm looking at I'm looking at movies and I just yeah, I haven't seen anything. But hopefully doing this will expand my mind. Expand my mind? Expand my mind. Yeah. I will say there is three Darkman films and you don't have to watch two and three. It's funny you say that. Because Hulk is actually part of a trilogy, but it's oh, yeah. it's not movies. So there's the Hulk film, and then there was the Hulk tie-in game for the PS2 and Xbox and that, just called Hulk, which is, sick. which is set like minutes after the other one ends, I think. And then you've got Hulk Ultimate Destruction, which is a sequel to that game, which of course is already a sequel to the first movie, so... Huh. There you go. See, I, I knew about the first game because I used to play that a lot as a kid because it was actually really good. Yeah, me too. I remember you used to play as uh, Banner and you had to be stealthy yeah, otherwise you'd get angry. <laughs> it, oh no, I got caught. It's like, yes, turn into the Hulk. This would be so much easier. <laughs> then game over, you got to do it again. I did like that. I've got it on my PS2. I uh, I played it not, not long ago, actually. I had it on the original Xbox, so green went with green, you know. Nice, nice. I mean, yeah. the Xbox intro thing, when you boot it up, that's quite gamma-ish, isn't it? Yeah, it's very lab-like. Yeah. The original Xbox was crazy, but that's a story for another day. I feel like at some point we will have to talk about movie tie-in games or video game movies. Oh, yeah. Because I feel like there's a... They say there's, you know, diamonds in the rough... But there is a lot of rough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, you told me to watch Spawn. Ah, uh, yes, I did. I've seen Spawn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Spawn is okay. <laughs> I, I won't go further I... than okay, though. Yeah, I'd I like to relate it to what we were saying earlier, though, about style. Yeah. Because it's another pre-Marvel film. Which had like its own opening credits, which were like crazy. Like, had like electronic music. Were they crazy? I mean, okay, it, it's, not, it's it like was... weird. It's it's crazy now because nothing would do it. It looked like, and I mean, I've I've never done my own opening credits, so I don't know how difficult it is to do. But it did look a bit like it was made in, like Movie Maker. The fire effects were really bad. Yeah. Yes. And then, like the words yeah, coming the... up, doing the little little shake, and then going off screen. Yeah, but they were really blurry when they shook, so you could barely read them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought um, I thought it might have just been what I was watching, but but no. No, but I appreciate the style though. It gets me, you know, in the spawn headspace kind of. Credit where credit is the... due. I I will admit, the spawn film is not great. Is not great at all. But I appreciate it for trying something, you know. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. And it was, it was like, I want to say it was the first superhero movie 
starring a, a black actor in the lead. But what year was uh, I think... what year was Steel? Because I know that was around at the time as well, actually. Either way. When did Blade come out? I think Blade was like ninety eight. I think this was. And then Spawn was ninety seven. Yeah. I'm not sure about Steel. Though, I've never seen it. No, I think it's got. Is it Shaq? I think it's Shaq. Oh, oh, Steel was played by Shaq. Yeah. I think talk about a TV program called Shaq. Oh no, no, that's something else. I mean, I'd much rather be talking about Blade or something else, but you know, Spawn is what we watched, and Spawn is what we'll talk about. <laughs> I want to start with yeah. a positive, though. Uh, the costume designs, the set designs, the mise-en-scene, if you will. Uh, oh. Top. Top quality. Good. Some good stuff. A lot of interesting visuals, uh, and I like that. Um, the clown guy, what's his name? The Oh, Violator. Violator, that's it. I did not know that that was uh, John... <laughs> what's his surname? Yeah, I did not know it was him until I like googled <laughs> it to research it. Like that, that makeup and costume, outstanding. Yep. An immediate ah, negative man. though is from that character. There's the CGI fart joke with, oh, the, the, with green. the green cloud, and then he pulls out his pants and goes, eh, "Skid marks." <laughs> so you know, cool looking character. Uh, yeah, don't approve of the skids. <laughs> yeah, John Leguizamo. I think he really liked Spawn, and he really wanted to be Violator. I think that was like the story behind him playing Violator, and that's why he went. He was kind of crazy with it. It just went all and, the way. Um, yeah, but if you watch like the animated series, which I showed you. Yes. Um. Which is way, way darker, and Violator in that is nowhere near as like cartoony as he is in the film. Yeah, he's, he's like almost, he's quite um, he's quite menacing in the show. He's quite you know kind of a little bit scary. You know the end of Who Framed Roger Rabbit? This, you, <laughs> I will loop this back to spot on. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, the Violator reminded me of the the tune disguised as a human in that. Like, he's very cartoonish, but, like, obviously doesn't look like a 2D animated thing. But I half expect him to pull out a hammer that says Acme on the side, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, do you remember that bit where he picked up the pizza and maggots on? He's like, ugh, I hate anchovies. <laughs> that, yeah, that, that got a chuckle out of me, to be fair. That did get a chuckle out of me. To be fair, John Leguizamo must be the best actor ever. Isn't it? Like, I mean, I... what were... I don't know how they do food like that when you're making movies and that, but like the maggots were moving. So like, I feel like maybe we have to. I might have to look that up, see what happened. I want to know. Did John the Guizziano eat real maggots? I feel like you can eat maggots, right? Like it's like yeah. Kill. I don't. I don't think they're protected. Also, fucking bear grills eats them all the time. Uh. I mean, it's possible, because like in Candyman, they put real bees in that guy's mouth. You want to know something wild, Lewis? You've never seen I Candyman. I have never seen Candyman. <laughs> do, do, do. Yeah, I don't know what to expect anymore. <laughs> yeah, well, the mystery of the pizza maggots. Something I didn't quite understand uh, 
Why does why does he have memory loss? Spoiler. Oh, it talks about this more in like the comics and the cartoon. Because um, in the film, from my understanding, he dies. He's in yep. hell for five years. Yeah. Gets out of hell, and he's all like, "Oh, everything's different." And it's like, "Oh, yeah, you've got amnesia." And it's like, "Well, he could have just been in hell, and he still wouldn't know what's going on up top." Uh, it's about the um, so basically the. Uh, Malboja, the devil with the really cool fucking uh, Inspector Gadget villain voice. Right. <laughs> um, what happens is when they send the Hellspawn back, they actually erase their memories because they want them to not remember anything. They want them to be the Hellspawn. Right. They don't. They don't want them to have any like past memories or to interact with their past lives. Gotcha. And also, there's something they don't mention in. Well, they, I think they mentioned it briefly in this. Where it's like, oh, when your power runs out, you die. Yeah, yeah, he mentions it right at the end. He's like, careful. Yeah, there's, <laughs> in like the cartoon and the comics, there's like a countdown in like the corners of his like power level. Oh, right. And when that runs out, he gets sent back to hell. And that's like, Malboge will be like, well, yo, what's up? Huh. And um, eventually he fights Malboja, but he doesn't do it in the film. Uh, I imagine they'd have done it in the sequel, in the Spawn Cinematic Universe. Yeah. To be fair, I think this film was supposed to be longer, a bit more violent. I heard there was supposed to be like an uncut edition, which never got like done. Bigger, longer, and uncut. Yeah, because sometimes the violence felt a bit, yeah, a little bit. I think the best fight scene was definitely the last Violator fight, where he like decapitates him with his chains. Yeah. The bit in hell was a bit, uh, a bit hard to watch at times. That CGI. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think that's a common criticism with this film is that i mean on my notes i've just got cgi hell looks and then you know got cheeky yeah the cgi i think they were a bit over a bit too they wanted to get do a bit too much with this film i think Uh, well i'd prefer over ambition to you know not not caring at all but there was two things about the effects that really like little things that disappoint me when i watch this film one he never, ever has his fucking mask on. Yep. Which is like, he always has his mask on. And, and two, his cape only comes out every now and then. He's not actually wearing a cape. Yep. His really cool red cape, that's basically Doctor Strange's cape on steroids. Is Spawn responsible for that heroes not wearing their mask stuff? Because it's like that in like all films. It's why they've all got nanotech helmets now, so that they can just quickly flash the actors' faces. Because they spend millions on these actors and then put them behind a mask. So you'll you'll notice that superhero films they they never never ever wear their masks. Iron Man takes his off every two seconds. But do we think? I think it's more important now with these big names are paying millions for, and people probably go to see like Robert Downey Jr. to be Iron Man. But with this film, I think it was literally just because the effects, because I think the mask was mostly CGI, but there was times where it wasn't, like the bike chase scene, which was like really slow looking, like the bike chase scene had like no speed to it. Yeah, I saw a clip of the bike chase, like, um, I think a stunt went wrong or something, I, d- I don't know if it was... Oh, where the gate hits the guy on yeah, the bike. and I was like, oh, yeah. like, this, this, scene looks, this, this scene looks mint, and then I watched it in the film, and I'm like... When when are they gonna like speed up and have the chase? Because at the minute it's less of a chase and more of like a a follow, 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. The bike looked cool though. Yeah, we wrapped his uh, cape around it. Yeah. I mean, the cape looks cool as well. That's that's something I've got in my notes. Oh yeah, Spalding looks cool. It's just I wish he looked cool more time. Yeah, I thought the the CG sort of surrounding his costume wasn't bad either. Like when he's suiting up and that, definitely passable for. I mean, but these well, not these days actually, but definitely for his time. Yeah. Also, it's cool seeing Michael J. White play a a superhero, well, an anti-hero, because he gets to do those sick kicks he he can do. Nice. So I have a real question about this for you. Yep. What is your favourite Violator costume? Uh, costume. Yeah, because there's the clown when he was at the party. Yeah. His normal outfit, the cheerleading outfit. Ah, uh, yes, the cheerleading <laughs> one. That's. Yeah, I saw that and. That has to be. I it. was just like, bro, what? Because like the clown, it it makes sense. Although, if I'd hired a clown for my kid's party, and he showed up. I'd be like, nah, mate. <laughs> Why are you hanging I think that's supposed to be like John Wayne Gacy's costume kind of thing. Oh, right. I think that's what they were going for. Yeah, fair enough. Also, he hates being called a clown. Yeah. Which is weird, because he looks like one. Yeah. Uh, another, another thing with the film is the acting's a bit spotty. Well, yeah, other than, uh, other than our John. Because obviously he's putting his... His whole heart. Oh yeah, he's he's working hard. I don't want to say his whole heart into it, but he's putting his whole something into it. But everyone else is just kind of there. Yeah, uh, Martin Sheen kind of disappointed me because you know it's like Martin Sheen's a big actor, like Apocalypse Now, all sorts of films, and then he his I think his performance is quite, min- you know, not that great. I think it was just a paycheck. For like, yeah, definitely seems like a paycheck. Fair enough. This movie did something I didn't think it was going to do. Said the words nanotech. I was like, whoa. I thought that was like just a, just a 2010s thing. But no, nanotech has been the excuse for a, a lazy plot since the beginning. Has MCU been ripping off Spawn this whole time? Spawn's definitely not Marvel. Spawn... Is, it, is Spawn DC? He's Image Comics. Which is owned by DC, I think. Ah, okay. But he's not officially DC. So I knew it was the same thing for a while. But I feel like, was he in Mortal Kombat? Yeah, he was in Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah. Yeah, he's like the character I always play as in that game. Nice. Yeah, he's also voiced by Keith David, who voices him in the animated series. The more you know. Who is really, really good. His voice is amazing. Apparently they'll make a new animated series, like 2019. I don't think it ever came out. Oh. Which is a shame, because Keith David's really good at Spawn. I've only got one more note for Spawn. And that's that the soundtrack slapped. Yes, it did. It had, like, Crystal Method, uh, Marilyn Manson. Like, all sorts of, like, that 90s, like, the darker 90s alternative kind of style. It just, it, it felt right. And I've just, I mean... I'm just glad no one did like a like a dance number at the end to a Bruno Mars song. You know <laughs> what I mean? Nothing against Bruno Mars if if he listens See, to this. See, this film had style. 
But it did. It had. What's what, what? I'm sure there's a word for it. It's own... pizzazz. Yeah, yeah. We'll go with pizzazz. You got any more notes on Spawn Lewis? Or should we put this one? I felt like I remember looking into Spawn, the film, a long, long, long time ago. Like looking at, I can't remember what I read about it, but I've seemed to like remember bits. I think like I think their budget was quite but like low, yeah. and they wanted to do more and show more. The film also feels quite rushed at times. The storyline didn't it? I feel like it transitioned between like two directors or something like that. It sounds about right. Yeah. And I think it had a lot of problems, and then a lot of like new CGI. They were trying really hard to do something different. Um. I like I said earlier. I appreciate it trying to do something different. It was a comic book film in the nineties before comic books were cool. And um, it tried to be bef- cool. And it tried to be cool. Like the bits where like he'd like suit up a musical play or something like that. Like I respect Spawn, but it's not a great film. Yeah, that's nice. That's a nice message to end Spawn on. Yeah. Watch the animated series. Very very good. I will. I'll. Uh, I might watch it tonight, actually. Yeah. Yeah. They're about twenty-minute episodes each. So how many episodes are they? I think there's like six in the first season. There's three seasons. Mm. Nice, easy, it's and very consumable. Short. It's also like when you, if you watch the film, then watch that, you'll notice straight away how much more violent it is and how much more swearing there is. Nice. I think it's like one of the first like comic book cartoons that was like adult rated. Nice, nice. It's also rated as one of the best ever made. Oh, well. You don't need to convince me anymore, Lewis. I'll watch it tonight. It's okay. <laughs> and I just love Spawn, you know. You just never hear much about him now. Well, he's I guess a... I'm not in the Spawn sphere. I guess there's stuff going on. I say, he's a character that's always intrigued me. Like, I've always seen him in stuff. Like, whether it's Mortal Kombat or videos about superhero films or, or something. I feel like... Yeah. He looks cool because uh, he looks kind of like venomish in his appearance. Yeah, but well, his suit is like a symbiote. Oh, there you go. Yeah, because it is like remember they said the suit's like alive and it like uh, reacts yeah. to his like yeah yeah. So he's like a mix of like the Punisher and Venom. Who'd win? Spawn against versus the... Venom and Punisher. Hmm. See, I love the Punisher. I love Venom. I don't know. It would be a tough fight because Spawn is very powerful. Yeah, I think Spawn would. And win. also, the Punisher is just a guy. Yeah, I was just thinking that. I was like, Punisher's just a dude. <laughs> but like, the Punisher's like beat, like killed the entire Marvel universe. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I guess it depends who writes it. Yes, it depends what who the writer says wins. They win. Um, I'd probably say Spawn. Yeah, I think I'd go with Spawn as well. I just, I'd wonder how, like, how would they do Spawn today? I'd, I'd wonder what a Spawn film would look like today. I think it'd be, uh, more R-rated, you know. Cause really, since... they think they'd go double down on it. Yeah, I think since Deadpool and Logan, I mean, they proved that there was there was space for it. And because it's not Marvel, I think, yeah, I think, I think they could, they could double down on it.
I'd hope so. Because mm. if they made it a bit like, oh, we want a wide audience, so we're going to make it a uh, P. Yeah. Uh, what the hell? Literally. Is that what you'd say? Like how it was probably going to happen to like Daredevil Punish on Disney Plus. No, 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 no. I'm trying to find a good segue into this next bit, but I really can't. I've got a game for you, Lewis. Damn, where did this come from? Uh, well, I was, we kept touching on the MCU, and I'm like, oh, I could, I could, I could find a segue, but I couldn't. So I've got this game. <laughs> so we've been talking about movies that aren't part of the MCU. Now I'm going to give you, hmm, maybe thirty seconds. Let me get a oh. timer. There we go. I'm going to give you thirty seconds to name me Marvel movies that released pre-MCU. Oh, God. So they've got to be Marvel, and they've got to have come out before Iron Man. Before Iron Man. Okay, are you ready? Yep. Three, two, one, go. The Hulk. Yep. Uh, Captain America. Yep. Spider-Man. Yep. Um... Damn, it's a tough one. Uh, I mean, you've got the two, Punisher. Yep, you've got two free ones that you could go for after Spider-Man. What two and three? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> See, I did. I did want to. I thought if I just said Spider-Man, I meant the whole series. Uh, well, that's... I think they made a second Captain America film. I've not got that one on my list, so I don't. I don't want to say for sure. You got six. Yeah. Which is, which is poor. That's poor, Lewis. That's poor. Because you could have had... MC is hard. You could have had Howard the Duck. Ah, uh, yeah. I forgot about that. You could have had really? the other Punisher film. Uh, Warzone. You could have had Blade. Blade 2 and Blade Trinity. Oh, fuck's sake, yeah. I mentioned Blade earlier. You could have had X-Men. X-Men 2 and X-Men 3 The Last Stand. Daredevil. The classic. Oh, fuck the Ben Affleck there, then. Electra. Oh, I forgot that feeling. Fantastic Four. Fantastic oh, Four: no. Rise of the Silver Surfer. Apparently, there was a Fantastic Four film in nineteen ninety four, but I don't think that ever actually released. Uh, Ghost Rider as well is the last one I had on oh, my list. Oh shit! That was two thousand and seven. So that was just before. It was funny. I, I think I've seen all of those films. Uh, I think I've definitely seen one of the Punishers. I don't know which one. I've though. seen both of them. I've not seen Cap- the Captain America from 1990. I've not seen Howard the Duck. I've not seen. Electra. I've not seen the original Captain Americas. Or I think I've seen Electra, but I completely forgot. I actually quite like the Ben Affleck Daredevil. Yeah, I remember it not being terrible, but I'm an, know, I remember like seeing the introduced old. Kingpin. And it's like playing rap music. He's standing there with his cave. Because he's cool as fuck. Yeah, he's cool. That film's underrated. Overhated. Over- underrated, overhated. Also, I think you could say three Punisher films came out. Yeah. Because you got the Dolph Lundgren one. Well, hang on, from like hang the on, 80s or 90s, whatever it was. We consult the internet. Then you got the Thomas Jane one, like 2004. 
And then you got the one in two thousand eight, which is Warzone. Ooh. Which is the actual worst rated Marvel film of all time. So that was two thousand eight. What month though? I could not tell you. Oh, December two thousand eight. So that would have been after Iron Man. Oh. So I might have docked you a point for that if you'd have said that one. But I don't think it's included in the MCU at all. Yeah, but it came out after Iron Man started. You know what I mean? That's what I wanted. So you couldn't have had the amazing Spider-Man films, for example. Or Did Hulk come out before Iron Man? The Incredible Hulk? That was after. And that's MCU, isn't it? Yeah, I was gonna, that's why I didn't say it. Cause I, yeah, it is MCU. Robert Downey Jr. shows up like, we're starting a team. And then doesn't start a team. Because several films later, Nick Fury's like, oh, you know this team I mentioned? Yeah, well, you're not in it. And then Iron Man's like, what? And it's like, oh, this interconnected universe that, you know, all these films tie in together with. Turns out they're not tied together at all and they just make it up as they go along. Who'd have thought? And with that, uh, (laughs) with that mini Marvel run, uh, I think think that's the end, unless you've got anything else you want to say. I would also, I just want to, I just thought about this. I think Dark Man, Ang leaves the Hulk and Spawn is quite a triple bill. Yeah. You could do it back to back, I think. Easily. I think it's quite I think that's kind of a vibe. Yeah. Because Spawn's only like ninety minutes. Spawn isn't long at all. And so is um Dark Man's also ninety minutes. Oh there you go. Was Angley's the Hulk's like over two hours Yeah, it? that's I think that's that's a meaty one. Yeah, I remember it being quite long. I don't know how I watched it as a isn't it? I didn't have the attention span, but hey ho, Eric Banner's charm was enough to keep me in. I was really disappointed when Incredible Hulk came out. He wasn't the Hulk. Yeah. Well, Bruce Banner. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't like the casting change. Even as a kid, I was disappointed, and then I was also disappointed in the Avengers when they changed him again. But he's a different person now, literally. Am I right? Oh, what a great joke. Well. Thing is it's not pre-marvel mcu right superiority i've tried to suppress these these marvel rants but they're coming out now <laughs> we've officially Get out. Get out. so they're, they're, it's coming out maybe i'll leave this in maybe i'll end but like